Awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. We are so excited this week to bring you all of the highlights that you need when it comes to what to watch this week. What should I read? What should I be listening to? What lifestyle things do I need to know about? Now, one of the big conversations that we often have in our awesome community is what should I watch on Netflix this week? What's good? What have you watched with your partner that you loved? What book do I need to pick up? This is like the hallmark of the awesome community is giving recommendations to each other. My husband, Kyle, is back. Hi, Kyle. Hello. Kyle has done so much research, so much legwork for you guys. No, that's not true. Um, I was I was eavesdropping on you in your office as you went through. You watched so many trailers on Netflix. I was like, I did. What's I'm mildly, happening in here? Mildly dumber for everything that occurred. <laughs> but I may or may not have done that anyway. What I want to back up first. I want to say yes. As we record now in this transition where sort of awesome assimilated awesome today. Mm-hmm. I'm used to not being quite as produced as that whole intro. I feel mildly violated. <laughs> well, you should. And I'd like to point out that watch, read, listen, life style comes from awesome today. And you said lifestyle instead of life it's true. Style. It's true. It's, this is like one of the fundamental disagreements in our marriage. It has no style without a pause between <laughs> style and life. Well, okay. Any, well, any, any yahoo can lifestyle. Uh-huh. But to really life style, that, that takes some... It does. Panache. Panache? Yeah. You get a gold star for, for, for the vocabulary. Through you all, you couldn't even say words. I, I was I was. We may have to pause the recording and have some frolicking. You're very <laughs> excited. But truly, um, as we've talked about on, on the show, Kyle, you are an Enneagram 5. I know you don't believe in that or even like to talk about it, but anyone who knows Enneagram knows that fives, they enjoy their research and truly You've done some research for us to figure out I what have. it is that we need to be watching and tuning into this week. I can't say it's what you should be watching. Rather, this is what's available. Okay. And it's a curated list. Things that were were just too much, I, I refuse to type words about. Right, right, right. That's true. You did curate a lot of this because, yeah. I mean, if you go onto the internets and you type in what's new in streaming May 2021, right. they're going to give you, it's just like a a, a vomiting of all yeah. of the choices. Yeah, and you can do that on your own or right. you can go watch all the, the Netflix previews on your own. We're, we're, trying to help sift through some of the garbage. Absolutely, yes. So we've got some recommendations. We definitely have some things that are coming out in the week ahead that we're going to talk about. But before we do that, I have to tell you all that on Netflix, just released a couple of weeks ago, there's a brand new animated movie called The Mitchells versus The Machines. Now, Awesome Shell, who is a truly awesome member of our community, she always knows what's good. Have you ever she noticed that? She has good that? taste. She has great taste. And she always has a great recommendation. Well, she recommended this in our sort of awesome hangout. Our eight-year-old twin boys have watched this movie multiple times. They love it. It's called The Mitchells Versus the Machines, and, and it's on Netflix. It's about the story of Katie Mitchell, who is going on a road trip with her parents, her younger brother, the family dog. She's about to start her first year at film school. 
uh, all of the, they had all these plans to kind of bond as a family. However, that all gets derailed when the world's electronic devices come to life to stage an uprising. It's it's sort of you know this this um, hidden fear that many of us might have that all of the, our reliance on machines it's gonna it's going to be bad for us in the end. Well, this movie plays on that idea. So with the help of two friendly robots, the Mitchells come together to save each other and the planet from this new technological revolution. So that is already on Netflix. It's called The Mitchells versus the Machines. It has, you guys, a 97% score on Rotten Tomatoes. That's well, with a name, significant. I'm, forgive my ignorance. With a name like Rotten Tomatoes, does that mean it's 97% bad? No, that means it's 97% good. So they will not be throwing Rotten Tomatoes, other than 3% of outliers. Uh-huh. Who nobody listens to anyway. Basically, yes. Okay, that's fair enough. Okay, so you have some things for us to keep an eye out for on Netflix. So yes. those of you who are specifically Netflixers, Netflix yes. through yes. the week. Yes. Monday will be dropping some. They're not new. They're new to Netflix episodes of Jeopardy. Yep. If you're a Jeopardy fan, you like that kind of thing. Then you got some of that coming. I've not indulged in any Jeopardy watching on Netflix. I knew it was on there. I love Jeopardy. You and I have watched it on and off through the years, like in real time, but I've not pushed play on that on Netflix. So I feel intrigued. I feel like one would require a soiled armchair and a redneck in their underpants to really (laughs) indulge fully in the Jeopardy episodes. Well, we'll see. I'll see what I can come up with this week. Okay. Outstanding. (laughs) Tuesday. Money Explained. This is uh, it's season one. I, From what I can tell, it's a, a documentary style thing, but maybe, I don't know. I was going to say maybe with more of a uh, agenda from the documentarist, although I feel like that's a pretty standard thing anymore. Yeah, so okay. maybe it's not that much of an agenda uh-huh. compared to others. In any event, um, some of the things that they go through is the system of debt that we live under and that this is by design. Uh, It looks at quote unquote investing from the perspective of gambling. Oh, interesting. uh, Which, yeah, that's a whole thing. That's kind of my profession, the investment part, not the gambling part. (laughs) Uh, And I could, I could probably write my own unwatched documentary on that. Uh Um, And then also looking at different instances of fraud and, and how and why it is that, People continue to fall for for tricks, mm. um, which is awfully easy to point a finger at someone else. It's a little bit harder to recognize the places, perhaps in our own lives, where we we're drawn to it like a moth to that fraud flame. <laughs> exactly, and so that's called money explained. Yes. For anyone who's ever wanted someone to explain money to them, well, guess what? Now you can go to Netflix. It may be terrible, but it looks interesting. There's often something can be terrible in terms of truth of content versus. Mm. Decent entertainment. Gotcha. I I think it's worth uh, checking into. We'll we'll kind of see how our own viewing schedule goes. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, you have the Upshaws season one. And this feels like it's it's the life of a a working class black American family in Indiana. Okay. Just again, just from previews from things I've looked at, it feels a lot like a, a... Roseanne, but with okay. a different family. Okay, so it's a comedy, basically. I, I think. Okay. I think, though, you know, you have these real moments where well, they, yeah. they experience what people experience in life trying to make it. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And that's called the Upshaws. That sounds interesting, right? Now, Thursday, and this is certainly nothing new. It's just new to Netflix. You have a 2004 movie action crime drama thriller, Layer Cake. If you're a fan of Daniel Craig, and if you don't know who that is, it's James Bond. Damn it, man. It's James Bond. Okay. Know your actors. I say that because I know, <laughs> you know, I know no one's actors. name. Yeah, three people, and he's not <laughs> one of them. Um, he plays the part of a cocaine dealer okay. who is attempting to exit the business and is as is always the case, you know, there's, oh, you got to do this one other thing, but it, it's mayhem. It's impossible. It's terrible trying to get out all of that. If that's your kind of deal, then this is probably a pretty decent flick. Interesting. So you haven't seen this one. Mm-mm. I love when Netflix is like coming to Netflix, the 2004 yeah. action crime yeah. drama. It's so much newer than the stuff from 1973. <laughs> All right. Well, Netflix loves to do a big drop on Fridays. So Mm -hmm. we've got quite a little list here for you coming on Friday to Netflix, starting with a show called Haunted. This is actually season three of Haunted. So if you're like me and you like a supernatural paranormal story. Or if you're like me and you refuse to watch something until at least the third season (laughs) is out, because otherwise, (laughs) how are you supposed to binge it? That's right. That's true. I was going to say, I'm delighted to know that this show is on Netflix. I've not seen season one or two, Mm -hmm. so this looks very bingeable. Anyway, Haunted tells, it's like real people sharing their scary stories from their past. I mean, this is totally my jam, isn't it? I love it. Um, Or it's at least a scripted version of semi-real people sharing stories that may or may not be from their actual past. You wrote that into the Of course I did, because (laughs) I'm a cynical jerk. All right. Also coming on Friday to Netflix is a uh, movie that it looks like a movie, not a yes, series, it's right? it's a movie. It's a movie. Okay, it is called I Am All Girls. It's a 2021 crime, drama, mystery, thriller about an investigator who forms a bond with a serial killer to, pr- to bring down a global sex trafficking syndicate. This could be horrible, but just the concept of an investigator pairing with a serial killer, mm-hmm. it was intriguing to me. And full disclosure, I won't watch it. But someone else might, if yes. this seems like your your deal, and please share in the social medias yes. whether or not it was terrible or worth a watch. Either way is valuable information. Absolutely. How about a little love, death, and robots? You're from the robots again. It's uh, We live in a robotic age. I guess so. I think, I think much like if you follow headlines at all in the mass medias, mm-hmm. um, in the headlines, we're being conditioned for the revelation that aliens have been here all along. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. Um, in, in viewing entertainment, all these things about robots, sooner or later, we're going to figure out that quite probably Joe Biden's a robot. <laughs> I don't know about that. President Joe Biden, yeah. not the other Joe Biden. Oh, there's more than one? There has to be. It's, okay. Both names are relatively common enough. I feel like there's probably several. Uh-huh. Just like, you know, there's several Michael Jordans out there and all of that. Well, definitely. All right. Well, so Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah. Season two is coming out. Now, this is interesting, and I was unaware of this in its entirety. It is something I probably will check out. It's a five-time Emmy Award-winning animation anthology series, not for children. Mm. Don't be mistaken. And it's it's not animation like when you were six years old watching Woody the Woodpecker kind of a gig. There's some... It's grown-up animation. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 
so this it's uh, each episode is a short. Oh, and okay. so you've got a variety of, of style and story, sci-fi, fantasy, comedy, horror, all the things. As I as I read and and watched a few snippets of this, what it made me think is this is possibly kind of an animated version. Anybody who's who's familiar with or a fan of Black Mirror, yeah, where you have it's just yeah, it's just art occurring only within the loosest of constructs. So you're you're getting a lot of different things from a singular thing. And obviously having five Emmys. Yes. Um, obviously it's, it's probably well pretty done. solid. Right. So, yeah. That again, that may be something I actually personally push into. Okay. Love death and robots. I mean, just the title is pretty fascinating. Yes. In and of itself. Yes. Yeah. We also have the woman in the window. Okay. And this is from 2021. Now, many, many people, many uh, amateur critics, if you will, <laughs> yes. have said, hey, this is a remake of Alfred Hitchcock's movie Rear Window, okay. which starred Jimmy Stewart. Oh, yeah. He was in a he was in a wheelchair, stuck in his apartment, sitting looking out the back window. He he sees bad things go on. Right. It's a great movie. Mm -hmm. um, this movie, it's again, it's a it's a similar perspective. You have an agoraphobic somebody who's afraid of outside of their home kind yes. of spaces mm -hmm. and things right from her apartment. She spies on neighbors. She witnesses a disturbing act of violence. So, so yeah, I, it, if it's, if it's anything near the quality of Hitchcock's rear window, it's probably a pretty decent flick. Okay. The woman in the window and that's from 2021, right? It's so, practically brand new. I think it is brand new, right? Maybe. Also, we have a new limited series called Halston. It is a biography, a, a drama about the life of fashion designer Halston. It stars Ewan McGregor. As Halston. As Halston. I like Ewan McGregor. I do too. I think he is deeply underappreciated for the versatility, the different things that he's played. Yeah. Not to say he's the, the master of all domains. Yeah. Or his own domain. Well, we don't, that's private. We don't know about that. Don't know about that. Hey, okay. So those were our Netflix. Mm -hmm. That was coming up on Netflix. Not everybody has the Netflix, but maybe you have Prime instead. Any yes. new drops coming to Prime this week? Thursday, the 13th, we have St. Maud. Now, as an aside, if you, if you like to Freud things, yeah. prolong the anticipation, wait for it. If you want to wait till the 14th, then you can catch this on Hulu. Oh, interesting. It's going to be available both places, just at one day different time. Okay. Uh, but St. Maud is from 2020. It's a drama horror mystery. It's about a young hospice nurse who, while trying to save the soul of a dying patient, encounters sinister, supernatural things. Okay. Spooky, right? It's, it's got a chance. It could be good. Okay. So that's on Prime. How about over on Hulu? Hulu. Push into Thursday the 13th, which is far more sinister than Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, definitely. Thursday the 13th. Some Kind of Heaven. This is a 2020 documentary. Um, as, I, as I poured through, and man, I watched a lot of previews and all of that. This is this is a documentary. It follows four residents of America's largest retirement community, which is the Villages in Florida. All right. This looked really intriguing. Okay. Yeah. I could 
I could see myself enjoying this if the show is at all as good as the previews, the the trailers were. Yeah. Because it's grabbing different people, some who would support the idea of the magical place that is the villages. Mm -hmm. Others that would softly poo-poo <laughs> that this may not it may not be all it's cracked up to be. And then even one dude who's plainly a hustler. All of these people, retirement age folks. Yes. He's he's kind of loosely detailing behind the scenes how he's trying to break in and find him an old sugar mama. <laughs> living in a van in the meantime. Oh my. Okay. So it's it's somewhat of a peek behind the idyllic curtains. Certainly not an instance where you're looking at elder abuse or some kind of really sad, ugly thing. It's just a hey, is this really as sweet of a deal as it, or is it a little bit sketchy? We might be like counting down the days until we can retire yeah. to the villages. Or at least adjacent so that we can <laughs> report on the heinous findings. All right. Okay. So again, that is Some Kind of Heaven. It's on Hulu on Thursday. Also coming out this week on Hulu is a documentary. I think it's a 2020 documentary as well, just like Some Kind of Heaven called MLK slash FBI. Mm -hmm. And this basically is not the uh, lighthearted romp that Some Kind of Heaven promises right, to be. This right. is on the other end of the spectrum. It's looking at the American intelligence community's efforts to discredit, destroy Martin Luther King, leader of the civil rights movement. Now, well, that's, that's the perspective that's presented. Okay. And I kind of, I loosely referenced this earlier. Mm -hmm. Anymore, the majority of documentaries come with a very heavy message. Sure. It's not so much a fact finding message. Right. Ma ma massage. Mission, mission, massage. <laughs> a fact finding massage. Now it's, any more documentaries seem like this is a platform for someone with an agenda well, to present their perspective. I mean, that's one way to say it. But to be fair, documentary has always had a point of view. So Sure, but I don't think nearly as, as aggressive as what we've seen in recent years. I just want to clarify, truly, there's a difference between documentary and like investigative journalism, which has an impetus, uh, an obligation to used to, okay. To present both sides. Documentaries have their point of view. Now, some of them do this better than others. Some do bring in balance. And then some of them you can watch and be like, well, we clearly are not getting all sides of this right, story. Right. So. Let, let me, may I sidebar? You can sidebar if you want to, your honor. Okay. Wait, no, wait, you sidebar. You ask the, Judge to sign. I don't, I don't know. I don't know been, how court works. It's been too long since I've prosecuted a case <laughs> or defended one. Okay. Um, sometime back, month, well, beyond a year, beyond a couple years, out of curiosity, I did a deep dive into Flat Earth. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, our, our awesome today fam who's they, listening knows. They know this we bring a, this up on the regular. Uh, yes. Um, I'm not a flat earther, mm -hmm. if anybody's concerned about that. I'm not saying I couldn't be convinced to be one. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not currently one. And that's really not the point of all of this. Right. The point is that during that deep dive, looking at different things, I watched a quote unquote documentary. Yeah. That detailed this. And I, and I, no, I shouldn't say, no, I didn't actually watch the documentary. Oh. What I watched was a commentary oh. on the documentary. Okay. 
Yeah. And what they pointed out is that the, the people who were at that time kind of, if you will, the celebrities of the flat earth movement community, whatever they are, Mm -hmm. um, they talked about how it wasn't until about three quarters of the way through that something happened. Mm -hmm. There was a major shift from the director and all of that, where they began to realize what started out as truly investigative, looking at what are you people claiming Mm -hmm. and and whatnot, that they sensed a very real shift where, hey, wait a minute. Is this a hit piece? Oh, interesting. And the closer and closer they got to the end, the more they realized, oh, man, something has happened. Undoubtedly, it had to do with the funding and all of that. Sure. Where the perspective was shifted and everything was edited in such a fashion that they were made to look like buffoons. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe they are. Maybe they're not. Maybe anybody who believes or doesn't believe or whatever the case may be is a buffoon. Mm -hmm. These people weren't. Mm -hmm. buffoons. Maybe they believed something that was buffoonery. Maybe those who don't, again, I'm not taking a stance on what's true and what isn't on all this. Right. You're just saying that they were, it was um, palpable to them when the change in storytelling happened. It got, it got overwhelming. It's fine to come in realizing that you have a hurdle to cross to state your perspective and maybe win over hearts and minds. Yeah. But they very, in a very real sense, they saw the transition from most likely what was that to you're just setting this up to make us look like the village idiot. Right. In plural. That's a fascinating angle of documentaries to me. I always wonder about that because we watch a not small number of documentaries, I feel like. True. And I always wonder how the people presented feel about the end product. Like recently we watched, it's been in the past year, that D.B. Cooper documentary on Netflix. And you can tell that each, so in the D.B. Cooper documentary, if you haven't seen it, I think it was on Netflix, maybe it's on Hulu. Anyway, um, they tell the story, basically profile four different people who each believe they knew who D.B. Cooper was. The man who infamously, uh, stole, he hijacked, hijacked a a plane, got cash money, Jumped out of the plane, never seen again. Yeah. Okay. So each of these four people earnestly, truly believed that they knew who D.B. Cooper was. And then also the way the documentary plays out, I don't think it necessarily makes fun of them. I mean, it's using their own words, but it it, does some of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, it makes me wonder because people, it's a, it would be a really big, you would have to take a really big risk to be featured in a documentary. I feel like without knowing how the end is going to portray you, like how the editing, how the storytelling, all of that is going to portray your story. And, and my whole shaking a semi-disgruntled fist at the sky is, hey, look, I don't need some other Yahoo that I don't know. And if I don't know them, I can't possibly really trust them telling me what I should believe. Yeah. Someone just present the different perspectives. Give me the courtesy of assuming I'm smart enough to listen to it and come up with my own perspective without you just beating me over the head right, with right, right. your perspective. You may be an idiot. I don't want your perspective. I want mine. Yeah. 
That makes sense. And I do think that the the really well-made documentaries really balance out the point of view that the yes. documentarian wants to make, but also not to the point where it's so obvious. Right. Well, so Ashley Flowers, mm-hmm. true crime yes. podcaster, I think she does at least one of the reasons, and there are several, why she is as successful as she is. She presents all of the facts. And then she doesn't insist. She suggests, Mm. here's a possibility someone else has come up with. Here's a possibility I've come up with. Yes. But she doesn't make you feel like less of a person for maybe assuming something different than others or she has come up with. You don't have to agree with her to to participate with her. And I think that's really the master approach. All of that to say, from what I consumed around what this MLK slash FBI show is. Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong, but it seems like it's a pretty strong damn perspective from somebody that here's what happened. If you don't agree, you're an idiot. Well, I famously, again, this is a callback to our awesome today days. I am fascinated by anything, and I'm highly skeptical of anything involving the CIA and well, sure. also the, or the FBI. FBI. Any of the yes. initial any groups. of the initial things. Yeah. So I am definitely going to watch this. I can report back on how that all plays out. One thing that we want to do as we are telling you what is available for watching on the different platforms is we also want to sprinkle in some recommendations from our awesome community. You have one that's on Hulu that I'm excited for you to share. Yeah. Awesome. Jessica. Um, She shared my seven year old and I discovered I draw you cook on Hulu. Um, Kids draw pictures of fantastic food that they want to eat. Dead fish stew, dragon eggs, etc., And two cooks then compete to make the food that most represents the kid's version. I think this is magnificent. Yes, I love it. I've not seen it. This sounds amazing. Jessica said the episodes are only like 10 to 15 minutes long. Perfect, Perfect. especially if you're watching with kids with their limited attention spans. That should work nicely. Okay, well, here's another great suggestion. This is from Awesome Holly. Now, this is over on HBO HBO Max, um, if you have that. She said that she's loving Mayor of Easttown on HBO. Mayor, like the horse. Like, like a, the horse, yeah. not like mayor. Not mayor. I had yeah. to like triple check this to make sure I was saying this right. Mayor of Easttown. So the description for this show says, as her life crumbles around her, a small town Pennsylvania detective, Mayor Sheehan, so her first name's Mayor, uh, played by Ms. Kate Winslet. Where do I know her from? Uh, Titanic, most notably. Thank you. Okay. Yes, but yes. Many I other... struggle with the names. But yes. Yes. Many other. You, yeah. If you know the girl that played opposite of Leo on Titanic. <laughs> Which is how some people insist on pronouncing That's it. true. That's true. Um, anyway, many other performances, but she is in the mirror of Easttown. So uh, she investigates a local murder. The series explores the dark side of a close community. And- there are lots of dark sides to close communities. Mm-hmm. I grew no, up in right. one. I know it. 2,700 people. Yep. There was a lot of darkness. A lot of dark sides to, to that little community. Um, it provides an authentic examination of how family and past tragedies can define our present. That reminds me a little bit, just that last line reminds me of that show. Gosh, it's on Netflix. You loved it. Mm -hmm. It it stars the guy who was the coach on Friday Night Lights. 
Oh my gosh. And they'd like live in. Oh, a- yes, yes, yes. What's the name? Crap. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. They're, they're Florida. Yep. Not going to remember the name. <laughs> Not going to remember the name. People are screaming. Florida, the bloodline. 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 Yes. Yes. That is not new in any way, shape, or form, but that's a great series. Do you think that sentence describes like how family past tragedies define our present? I feel like I didn't watch all the bloodline, just a few episodes here and there. It was too intense for you. It was way too intense and not like in a gory way, but like in an intensity of drama too and real. action. Very too real. real. Like yeah. you could imagine any one of your family members being the disaster that caused you to do the thing he did. Yep. Okay. That was, that was some good on air Googling. <laughs> okay. So those are the watch watches that we would recommend that you check yeah. out. If you're yeah, wondering yeah. what in the heck am I going to watch this week? Now, you know, some things to look for on all of the platforms. Um, reading we love to give reading recommendations. So I have one from the awesomes. This is from awesome Mara. She suggested meet me in another life. It's by Catronia Sylvie. And the book description says Thora and Santi are strangers in a foreign city. That's how we met. <laughs> no. Nope. Well, well, not really. We were strangers to each other, but it was definitely not a foreign city. It was foreign from where we were born. Okay. A chance encounter intertwines their fates. At once they recognize each other in each other a kindred spirit. Now that did happen with that you did. and I. Someone who shares their insatiable curiosity, who is longing for more in life than the cards they've been dealt. However, only days later, a tragic accident cuts their story short. So again, it's called Meet Me in Another Life. I've seen this being talked about in a number of different places, and it sounds like it's a really good read. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Let's talk lifestyle. You Life. didn't pause. Style. style. Yeah. You got to throw some funk on style. Otherwise, who's interested? Yeah. Well, I don't know. All right. Well, I'm going to bring something a little saucy. Oh. Should I have pearls ready for clutching? Probably. Okay. Men's undergarments. Yeah. Not, not like man bras. Okay. But underpants, underwear. Panties, man panties. Man pantalones. Okay. Um, underwear. We've, we've talked about this back when there used to be a show called Awesome Today. Yep. We talked about the search. Everybody has the search for good undergarments, right? Definitely. That's not unique to any gender or any gender identity or anything else. No. Everybody wants something that takes, yeah. takes care of their area as well. I mean, it's one of the, they're called foundations for a reason. It is yeah. a foundational thing that you wear most of us every day. And if you are not wearing a good pair of underwear, it can ruin a day for it you. It can ruin a day. A little moisture, a little creeping up on you. Exactly. Badness. So you've been on the search for the perfect pair of underwear for well over a year. Oh, yeah. Maybe a couple of years at this point. I was going to say at least three. Yeah. I've gone through easily 15 plus brands. Yeah. Trying different stuff. And I found things along the way that were like, well, this is good enough for now. Okay. Um, It's not the cheapest of endeavors to pursue. Mm. I had landed in my last go around. I had landed on, for men, Mack Weldon and Tommy John's. Yep. These are two brands that there's a lot of online advertisement for, mm-hmm. so it's easy to run across them. And at first, I liked the Mack Weldons. Yeah. Over time, it's just been like, nah. So no. they were great when you first got them, but over time, well, wash and wear and comparatively all of that. to other things I'd worn, they were definitely in the top tier. Okay. 
they certainly are a lot better than the old Fruit of the Loom tidy whities mm-hmm. They were better, but, I mean, you, your, your scale of judgment expands with every new thing you try, yeah. right? Yeah. What was great today could be terrible tomorrow, certainly. depending on what you've experienced along the way. Sure. They were, they were perfectly fine. Okay. Um, and then I'd, I'd had a pair, a couple of pair of Tommy Johns and they have one, I think at air or yeah. something like that is the, the title. It's the, it's the spandex, other things, synthetic, mm-hmm. super comfortable, mm-hmm. honestly, a great pair of underwear for, from a man's perspective. Okay. But about 40 bucks a pair. That's not cheap for your underbits. It's not cheap. And I guess price is always a, a function of other things. Mm-hmm. If they'd been like, every time I put them on, I heard angels sing. Yeah. Things like that. Then, hey, 40 bucks is not too much okay. for a pair of underwear. Mm-hmm. They were just better than anything else. I had tried up to that point, but with the reality that there's other stuff to try, it's like 40 feels expensive. Yeah. Got it. Well, this past week <clears throat> I ordered from the company Saks, S-A-X-X, mm-hmm. Saks, their Vibe model yeah, or design or whatever nomenclature and things. Oh my goodness. Did Angel sing? Angel's at least we're doing warm-ups before okay. they sing. Okay. And they're cheaper. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. They're cheaper. Um, not quite half, but certainly down below. I think they were in the 2025 range. Mm-hmm. Um, these are interesting underwear. Yes. Every everybody's gotta have their their catch, their gimmick. Gimmick, their thing, right? Yeah. Well, the Saks underwear they call the frontal man business controlling area, the ballpark pouch. Oh, really? The ballpark? Yes. Okay. And I'll validate it is an absolute park for the ball. Yes. There's two of them. Mostly. Most often there's two. Okay. Um, No, these are, these are really impressive. The material is super light, breathy, comfortable, stretchy, all that stuff. And then you, you just have to examine a pair to really look and see what's happening as you pull them on. There is a ballpark created. They are, they're quite impressive. Okay. And that's from Saxx. I'm enough of a fan at this point, both for the quality and for the price that I'm probably going to go make a, a five or six pair buy now. Oh, nice. And just throw out the rest of what's in my drawer because they are better than they're equal to or better than everything that I've tried up to this point, and the price point is not offensive. Okay. Do you feel like you have finally found the Holy Grail underwear? I don't know that that's findable in a lifetime. Okay. But Fair. it's good for now. Okay. Good enough for now. Now, number two on on the basics front, because I consider undergarments basics. Yeah. T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I've gone through a, a journey on that as well. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Spent... No small amount of time with, what's the company that does the graphic tees? Oh, Woven. Woven, yeah. yeah. we talked about that many times on Sweet yeah, yeah. Awesome, yeah. Good shirts, all that. But I got to the point where I didn't want a graphic on my team. Right. And I've I've gone through not nearly so many t-shirts as underwear, but several different brands mm-hmm. and landed on true classic t-shirts on the most recent purchase. 
again, good price point. I'd be lying if I said a number. I can't remember. Okay. I feel like they're under 20 a shirt. Um, they advertise that they are some kind of voodoo magic to make the dad bod look better. Oh, like it has like a slenderizing that, effect? That's what they're claiming. Like you put this on and you'll look like you have masculine pecs, oh. beefy arms, and not quite so thick of a midsection. Okay. Well, they know their audience, the, don't they? I can't say that any of that is true. What okay. I can say is that the price point's right. The quality of the t-shirt is really really good. Okay, good. Nice yeah. material, comfortable, all of that. I like them and I will be again doing like a semi bulk purchase. I ordered 3, I'm probably going to order 3 more just to have those in the rotation. Nice. If if you like men's underwear or t-shirts or, or you, you know someone you're who affiliated does. with someone who does, these are two things you should check out. We're not currently no. sponsored paid Nothing. by either of these, mm -hmm. but these are good things. Okay, so Saks for the underwear, true classic for the tees. Mm -hmm. Great basics. It, we're going into warm weather season. And you know what? Believe it or not, Father's Day, we're around the corner. Right around the so, corner. In fact, we just celebrated it for a foreign country. That's true. One of the countries outside the United States just yeah. had their Father's Day. So, okay, now we do have a lot of recommendations yeah. from the audience. I should probably speed up and quit talking so much. Well, we're just going to kind of do some of these bullet point style. So okay. just get ready because we've got some great recommendations to improve the awesomeness level of your life. All right. Like a bullet. Pow. Awesome. Carrie said milk steamer pitcher frother from or for homemade lattes. Yeah. So you can make your own latte at home. Get yourself a milk pitcher frother. Okay. Was there a specific one? She didn't link to one. There's a number Come of different on, ones. <laughs> this was in the, her awesome of the week thread in the hangout group. Um, I bet I can find one to share with the awesome. No, no. For I sure. challenge Carrie. <laughs> Don't bring it part way. Okay. Give us, give us some brands. All right. Um, awesome. Shannon has found the perfect graduation gift and it is that time it of year. It is. Yes. Personalized key fobs from a shop on Etsy that are about 15 bucks. I do have a link for this. I need to go find it. I will uh, give that to the awesomes for sure. But that's, that's a great, especially if you have to buy a lot of graduation gifts, something at a $15 price point is great. And people, kids especially love to have mm -hmm. something like that to take with them onto their next adventure. Indeed. Awesome Don. Is this Awesome Don who also delivers mail? Yes. Why do you have such a good memory? Well, because what I suspect, she's recommended the tester kit of Taza chocolate, which is an, an ethically sourced chocolate. My suspicion is, because I think Don isn't as innocent as she likes to put out there. Oh, I think she stole this out of the, out of the mail. No, it was for Lord. someone else. Okay. She took it. No. But to help soothe the pain of knowing that she broke federal law. She's like, Hey, everyone should try this. <laughs> no offense, Dawn. Of course. I hope somewhere right now she is laughing at the idea. Um, okay. So this is from awesome Heather and she just mentioned that the tidy app T I D Y tidy app is changing her life. Here's how she described it. She said it allows you to quickly save or delete photos on your phone by swiping right to keep or left to delete. So it's like you're dating your photos. Yeah, basically it also remembers where you left off. So you start from your most recent and then work backwards in time 
time. The next session, when you open your Tidy app, you will start from most recent and jump back to where you left off. She said it is the best app for cutting digital clutter. If you are like me and you tend to take five to six shots of the same thing to try to get the great mm-hmm. picture, and then you never go back and clean up the ones that you don't want anymore, or maybe you have a ton of screenshots on your phone. I have a tendency to do that. I take all the photos. I delete them immediately. And usually the one I meant to keep. (laughs) I don't know if the tidy app would change your life. I am putting this on my device immediately because I need this kind of help in my life for sure. Fantastic. Well, awesome. Elizabeth brought up watching my kids laugh until they cried when playing kids against maturity with their friends. With their friends. Yes. Okay. I had to look into this. Kids Against Maturity, the idea is it's like Cards Against Humanity, only a little bit more age appropriate. However, I will say that it does involve toilet humor. I love toilet humor. I read a not small number of reviews for this game. It's a card game. It's one of those uh, question and answer like you. there's a question you fill in the blank kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it's all digital. No, no. They're real. They're real cards. They're, you hold them in your hands kind of cards. Because I do not like to hold cards in my hand while I'm toileting. <laughs> okay. Then this might not be the game for you. Okay. Um, but I did read in the reviews, some people loved it, but there were some grandparents who were very much not impressed with the level of off-color humor. It was plainly the grandmothers. I'm sure that's right. That's right. Yes. So anyway, if you... Enjoy, like, if your kids are okay with some kind of, you know, like I said, off color humor, but it's still age appropriate. Off color. I don't come know. Come on. Come on. It has over 23,000 ratings on Amazon. So I people will have. Snatch the pearls from your neck and throw them down so that you may not clutch them. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're, we, in our family, we're pretty okay with some crass humor. So I think our kids would be okay with it. You're using all these aggressive words around toilet humor. It's just toilet humor. Okay. All right. Well, I have a recommendation from awesome Mara. This is the same Mara who also recommended the book. She's got a lot of awesome resources. She's been busy. She's had some awesome days. She has. She is loving the nail lacquers from a company called Dazzle Dry. She said, I got a few Dazzle Dry lacquers in the mail yesterday and wasted no time getting to work. I really love their formula. It truly dries hard in five minutes. She said, I'd say a manicure lasts about as long as my olive in June will, but I'd like, I like to change my color every week anyway. So if you're looking for a great nail polish slash nail lacquer. And you know I am. Yeah. Then you can check out the Dazzle Dry. Um, another one from Awesome Taylor said she has found a great sunscreen that she's loving. It's called Black Girl Sunscreen. It's the SPF 30. Um, she said, I've been looking for years for a daily sunscreen that feels good and doesn't smell like sunscreen. She said that, friends, is Black Girl Sunscreen. It has a great texture and is hands down the part of my morning skincare routine I look forward to now. So I looked this up and read a lot of reviews. It's definitely made for people of all skin tone and texture, but most people who reviewed this, and it had a ton of good reviews, said it is the kind of sunscreen that you can totally wear under your makeup before you go out for the day, and it's going to settle into your skin. It's not going to mess up your makeup. So this one comes highly recommended for sure. Excellent. Um, Awesome. Amy has suggested get fit with my man dancing Rick (laughs) from Starsky and Hutch, the remake. No, uh, get fit with Rick, which is on YouTube. It has a nineties boy band kind of 
feel to it. It's a 20 minute walking workout. So yeah, you want to do a thing, you need a little something to help nudge you over the edge. Here it is. Turn on those boy band tunes from the nineties and get your walk on. But only for 20 minutes. Well, 20 minutes sounds about right for me. Well, I hope that for the week ahead, we have gotten you guys all loaded up with all kinds of awesome, whether you are looking for something to stream or to read or a new great product. And again, I want to get personal and revealing. Oh, well, you already talked about your underwear. How much more personal are we going to get? Well, we're going to shift to video now. Uh Oh, oh, no, not really. Um, So what have we been watching? (laughs) <laughs> Bless it. It's not embarrassing. Okay. We've been rewatching Lost. This is something I've been begging you love Lost. for you to do. I love Lost. We're almost done. We're almost done. Which is a relief because the final episodes of the final season are a bit painful. <laughs> I won't lie. We're, we're close to done. And it's it's been good. I've enjoyed doing that with you for no other reason because you've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I can vicariously participate. Yes. Um myself in the hour. So I'm a, I'm a night owl, Uh not by choice. I'm up late often. And as soon as you've fallen asleep, as we've watched lost, I've been switching over to on Hulu sons of anarchy. Mm -hmm. Yes. A rewatch for you. A rewatch for me. It's not, uh, it's not gentle. No, it's pretty gritty. Very gritty. But it's a great series. I did just finish it last night. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. It's worth a watch. If you can't handle it, that's fine. There's no shame. Watch what you can. If you don't like it, move on. Okay. But that's what we have personally been watching. Yeah. So now my my schedule's clean. Yeah. We've got to finish Lost. Yours will be clean. And then we got to look to what to get into next. Well, thank goodness we have a whole list thanks to your research. We do. Though, if the thing we want to watch doesn't come out until Friday, then we have days to wait. <laughs> I hate it. Okay, you guys, I hope that this sets you up with all kinds of awesome for the week ahead. Thank you for listening, and we'll see y'all next time. But can I still say what we used to say? Yes, you can. Okay, because I really believe everyone should, on purpose, have an awesome today, would you? And please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.